Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pat Novak for hire. Sure, I'm Pat Novak for hire. That's what the sign out in front of my place says. Pat Novak for hire. It's the easy way because down here on the waterfront in San Francisco, you can't afford to wait your turn. If you're going to make a living down here, you got to do everything you can. And you got to be out of the hen house by sunup. Even then, it doesn't work out always because you get trouble tax-free. It's like leukemia. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no way to duck it. You might as well try to start a conga line in the cathedral. I found that out Monday night when I met an old friend. It was the night before elections, and I was sitting in the office scratching married women out of an old date book when Sam Tolliver showed up. I hadn't seen him for years, but it was a nice, easy meeting. What other way is there when you're good friends? You look just the same, Patsy. Yeah. It's good to see you, Sam. Sit down. Sure. Doing well, I guess, huh? Oh, you get different stories. Where have you been? Oh, all the hard luck stops. Syracuse for a while and Joliet. That's where I come from now. Yeah? That's where they got a big prison. Uh-huh. When you came too far, Sam, you should have stopped in Oakland. Huh? That's right. If you're out here to play small robber, you better think it over. It's a tough town. Don't ride me, Patsy. I'm not, Sam. But once you start losing them, it's hard to win again. I just thought you might want to know about San Francisco. Thanks. Thanks, but you don't have to worry, Patsy. I got a smart streak. Uh, I'm here mostly to ask a favor. Yeah? Can you spare me one for old time's sake? Medium-sized. Go ahead. I want to borrow one of your boats. Did you come all the way from Joliet to borrow a boat, Sam? If it's going to hurt that much, forget it. I just asked. All right. When do you need it? Tonight? It's to pick up a package in the bay about 9 o'clock. Sure, I'll run you out. No, it's uh, 
It's a little different, Patsy. I, I can't make the trip. You'd have to do it for me. The favor's getting bigger, Sam. You'd have to pick up the package and bring it back here. I'll, I'll be waiting at 10 o'clock. I guess you won't buy, huh, Patsy? I'm not impressed. It'd mean a lot to me, Patsy. It really would. And you couldn't get hurt, honest. Nobody gets hurt, honest. It's the other way I'm worried about. Well, I wish I could tell you, Patsy, but I can't. You know how it is. Sometimes you can't, but... Well, it's that way now, but... You'd be doing me a real favor and you wouldn't get hurt. That's what Henry used to tell his wives. All right, Sam. But you put out a bad story. Well, Patsy, you have to go by the China Star. She's out in the stream. Just tell them you came for that package. They won't ask. Just tell them you want the package. Yeah. Talk to the captain. I'll be waiting here at your place about 10 o'clock. And, Patsy, it's important. Don't let anybody else have it. All right. I'll see you here at 10. Thanks, Patsy. It's a big favor. We're old friends. Yeah. We're old friends. Nothing wrong with them, huh? No, there's nothing wrong with old friends, Sam, except sometimes they wear out on you. When Sam Tolliver walked out of there, I began to worry. I don't know why, because he was always a good guy. But if you leave good silk out in the rain, it'll shrink. Well, it was too late to change my mind now. I was going to get that package and say goodbye to Sam Tolliver. Only things didn't work out that way. You start with trouble and it never stops. It's like offering to buy aspirin for a two-headed boy. About 8.30, I took a boat and I started out into the bay. Halfway out into the stream, I had to give way to a tanker. After she throbbed by, I picked up the China Star, tied up at buoy 327. It was a... Broken down old barge, so old I expected to find Noah hiding out in the bilges. Well, I went aboard and they took me into the captain's cabin. It was going to be tougher than Sam thought. The old man had some questions and he was about as smooth as a bag of fingernails. Right away I got the idea. What do you want? I came out for a package. Who are you? What good will a name do you? Who are you? What do you care, mister? This isn't our dance. Just give me the package and I'll leave. Keep shouting, tough boy, and when you're all through, tell me your name. Now, look, I'm not out here to haunt your boat. you got the right face for it. I'm just passing through. <laughs> if you're running a small boat, you got papers. Let's see them. Yeah. You're too handy in your own cabin. Let's see. Novak, huh? You a Polak, Novak? Yeah, and it feels fine. How's it being a pig these days? Don't get jumpy. I just asked. Who sent you here, Noah? Now, forget you asked. Just keep the package. I'm going home. You walk home on the bottom, then. Now, look, Novak. Somebody steered you wrong. Maybe it was no questions once, but it's not that way anymore. Just want to keep the book straight. Who sent you? Sam Tolliver. You need a pencil? No, that's enough questions. You see, Novak, all you had to do was answer. You can have the package now or talk some more. I'll take it now. Where is it? On the desk behind you there. Yeah. Thanks. down to the floor like a piece of hard-working lint. The last thing I remember was Sam Tolliver sending me out to this boat. I knew then I had no more business here than second trumpet in a string quartet. 
I could hear voices and people moving around, but it didn't help much. You can get that kind of service in a tomb. Somewhere along the line, they moved me, because when I woke up, I was lying in a cloud of platine on a couch in a different cabin. A class of people had improved. She was bending over me with a cold towel and a warm look. And from where I was, she had a figure like a shot of brandy on a winter night. When she said hello, you knew that all you had to do was send up a flare and relax. Good evening. Welcome back. Yeah. How do you feel? A little used up. I need recharging. Here, put your head on my lap. There. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Forget the towel. I'll struggle along this way. By the way, whose lap is it? I'm Ellen Morrow. Where's your friend? The captain? I guess so, the brave guy, Axelarm. He's down getting your boat ready. What's he doing, punching holes in the bottom? He'll be back in a minute. The package will be ready and you can leave. No, you keep the package. The last time I got a headache. I'm sorry about that. It was a mistake. That's what they told Marie Antoinette. By that time, her head was 40 feet down the street. What's in that package? It wouldn't help if you knew. You let me work that out, huh? Work out the answer, then. How about Sam Tolliver? Slow down, Betsy. I'm not going that fast. You're going the wrong way. I'll help you lick your wounds, darling, but I'm not going to get talky. What do you got to lose? What have I got to gain except your gratitude? I can get that any night with a couple of drinks. How is he, Ellen? How does he look? Too comfortable. On your feet, Novak. <clears throat> yeah. You ought to rent that out, sweetheart. I'd sign a lease myself. I'll finish the sweet talk, Novak. You get on your way. Here's the package. No, I changed my mind about the package. You keep it. Your boat's ready. Unless you want to get tossed in like a mackerel, take the package and beat it. What's in it, and where does Sam Tolliver fit? You asked once already with your head in her lap. You want me to sit down? Well, you got brains after all. Yeah. Sorry, I thought they were all in your fists. <laughs> yeah, you're still smart. Take this package. Show him the boat, Ellen. I'm going to remember you, mister. Ellen's going to lead you by the hands of the dark. Stop beefing and settle for the simple pleasures. I will. I'll remember you. Concentrate on Ellen. You'll get a better memory. I went out on deck with a girl. And as I got to the starboard side, I noticed her hair for the first time. The way you're liable to suddenly notice a flower after a hard rain. Her hair was red, and as the orange lights of the bridge reflected against it, it seemed like a prairie fire, away down in the valley, flaring up quick and then burning low again. The rest of her would have made a good prairie fire, too. It was the only good thing I could think of on the way across the bay. The water was as quiet as a drowsy caterpillar, and I had a chance to think. Why had they changed their mind about giving me that package, and how wet were Sam Tolliver's feet? Well, it must have been about 11.30 when I pulled into the pier and started on the run for my office. The lights were on, and I burst right in because I had a lot to ask Sam. But it wasn't Sam. What's your hurry, mister? I came here to meet a friend. That's the guy laying in the corner. You don't have to hurry. No, this isn't my friend. He doesn't look like one. I'm Sergeant Grimes from Homicide. If you're Novak, you're in trouble. Why? A guy lying under your desk, dripping like a broken ink. Well, and you trot out a question like that? Well, it's a bum caper somewhere. I was supposed to wait for a guy named Sam Tolliver. It might as well have been a streetcar. I'm not going to press you, Novak. I don't care. 
I'm just going to take you downtown. Well, this boy quit too late. I've been in the bay the last two hours. You can check. I went out there to pick up a package. The one you got in your arm? Yeah. It's for a guy named Sam Tolliver. Let's see. Okay. It doesn't say that. Says Mr. John Reedy, 720 Post Street. Hmm? I wonder what that means. Let's find out. We'll take it by Reedy's place. I got it for Sam Tolliver. You can buy him another. We're going by Reedy's before we get downtown. What's the matter with you? Do you want it on an 18-foot screen? I didn't kill the guy. I don't even know him. I don't even know this John Reedy. Wait a minute, Novak. I believe you. I believe every word you're saying. Except this is one time you'd be better off lying. <laughs> left my office, I felt as if somebody had walked through my stomach on stilts. Oh, there were loose ends bobbing up everywhere, and you couldn't get to any of them. It was like chasing a spider with a bowling ball. With all this new stuff, I forgot about the ship. Who's going to worry about blood poisoning if he's busy having hemorrhages? I began to wonder more about Sam. Where was he? And how was I going to palm off that dead stand-in? Grimes didn't seem worried. We got into his Nash and headed for 720 Post Street. It was an apartment hotel, and Reedy lived up on the third floor. On the way in, Grimes picked up a key at the desk, and we rode up in the elevator with one of those shifty-eyed little guys who'd sell his mother if he didn't have to fatten her up. When we got to Reedy's door, Grimes took over. Open up! Maybe he can't hear you, Grimes. Nobody home. Let's go in. Why? We don't know him well enough to sneak in. I rate a hunch, Novak. Okay. The light's on your side. Leave it out. Let's look around. Okay. The stray bodies belong to you, Grimes. You go look in that set of bedrooms. I'll check over here in the library. Give me a yell if you see any. All right. Two of them. I got one by the desk. The other started down the fire escape. I'm going down in front. Take this gun and stand by the fire escape. He may get trapped and start up, so keep your eyes open. I walked into the library. The window was open and the curtains were blowing over the dead man's face. It was a good thing, because you can't split the difference with a service 45. I took him by the heels and dragged him away from the window. His eyes were rolled back as if he expected somebody to tap him on the shoulder and tell him it was all a mistake. His face was contorted and frightened, maybe a little embarrassed, like a deer caught in a traffic jam. Well, I stayed at the window about ten minutes and watched the fire escape. There was no action there, and Grimes wasn't back, so I started for the door. I had company right away. Hello, Novak. You move? Oh, Hellman. It's a big gun you got. I'll ask Junior here on the floor. He thinks it's even bigger. I'll check myself. Sure, and it's going to be easy because it's right in the family. Yeah? Yeah. Belongs to one of your boys down in Homicide. Go ahead. A sergeant by the name of Grimes steamed in here and knocked down Junior, and then he beat it down to get the other guy. Uh, I don't believe it. Well, talk to him. That's why I don't believe it. There's nobody on the force named Grimes. On this one, you're all alone, Novak. There's got to be a Grimes. The guy had on a uniform. I don't care if he had on a play suit, Novak. The guy's a phony. Not from homicide, he's a killer. <laughs> That's what I meant, Hellman. I knew Hellman was right. If Grimes was on the level, he'd have booked me instead of coming up here. He came up to Reedy's with murder in mind. Even if they believed the story about Grimes, I was still on a spot. That made me accessory to murder. 
And I was going to look worse when Hellman found the guy down in my office. On that one, I had star billing. Oh, everywhere I turned, things were worse. I knew it was going to take a low-budget miracle to bail me out. It was like trying to give nose drops to a herd of elephants.